Who's that knocking on my door? Who's that knocking on my door? Who's that knocking on? Who's that knocking at? Who's that knocking? It's the cops! Get down! It's the comedy podcast, the comedy podcast, the comedy whoa. It might not have been the moment you were waiting for, but it is, in fact, a moment. Live from the river on the property I'm living at, recording from the back of my car. A blustery, windy day. Things blowing around. This is the Comedy Podcast. I'm your host, James Hammond. Thanks a lot for joining us. Um, just me. Just me and the wind when I say us. It's just I'm by myself. But um, yeah, if you didn't know, the whole point of the show is to create humor, create laughter, and to show you the process of how I come up with jokes for stage. Because I am a stand-up comedian, new dad, entertainer, rapper, battle rapper. You can uh, hear a lot of my music in a lot of different places. Uh, but yeah, I love just making people amazed if I have that opportunity to amaze people. If, if that ever happens a couple times, it's been like that. And it's awesome. It's a great feeling. So to make people laugh, make people just, you know, feel good from uh, my jokes and songs is what I live for. But um, yeah, I haven't had a lot of chances to get on stage. So I created the podcast. The pandemic is almost over. I have a feeling lockdowns are lightening up and shows are starting in Canada. So if you actually want to book me for a show, hit me up. James Hammond Comedy at Hotmail.com. That's James Hammond, H-A-M-M-O-N-D, at Hotmail.com. Keeping that Hotmail strong. I'm, I'm not giving it up. I don't care. People are like, get the new one. I'm like, no. You go back to Hotmail. <laughs> don't tell me how to email. I'll, I'll tell you how to email. I've been emailing since email has been emailing. Hotmail has done me good, you know? It's good stuff with the Hotmail. I, I'm a big, firm believer of Hotmails. The Hotmail's account, uh, email accounts. It's good stuff. But, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, as well that's it let's get some zest in our chest folks because this show is not only about comedy it's about smoking a bit of weed copious amounts of weed does help with life in general and the stresses of it so let's smoke a little funniest word i can think of right now barbecue stank fest that is be a horrific a horrific event to see in a park you know, you got rib fest, you got music fest. It's barbecue stank fest. What's the point of it? Well, we cook things on a barbecue, and whoever has the stankiest thing wins. What do they win? The respect of their peers. Which peers? Everyone involved in the stank fest, of course. It's the barbecue stank fest, didn't you know? <coughs> I don't know. I'd probably go. Who's performing? Sloan and Our Lady Peace are performing at the barbecue stank fest. Okay, I'll, I'll show up. Who else is performing? Uh, who would be there? Headley. Headley would probably perform at the Barbecue Stank Fest. Wow, that band dropped quick. Headley, oh my god, that guy got charged with, or got accused of, like, banging minors, which obviously, that's what, like, no one else is listening to his music except, like, 13 to 17-year-old girls. You know, maybe 20-year-old girls and, like, 50-year-old women, right? So they're going to his shows and he's just like, yeah, I'm, I'm doing my thing, man. It's just, he's a pervert, you know? That is a huge fucking perv, and his music suffered, and good on him, right? I'm glad that you don't hear Headley anymore because of that. It's funny that they're, like some people's music is good enough to like live live up to being a pervert. Like there's some people who we know, like okay, you know that Ray Charles or whatever, you know, fucking this person did this. I don't know. I can't think of anything off the bat. But, you know, celebrities get like um, Michael Jackson, for instance. You still hear Thriller on the radio every Halloween, and there's some weird shit that gets, he gets accused of, right? Headley. You know, they're just like, oh, yeah, hey, Headley, the, guy, the lead singer from Headley 
hooked up with me when I was 17. It's like, okay, well, we're never playing them on the radio again. Bunch of kids are like, Michael Jackson did weird shit with me. Or their parents are like, Michael Jackson did weird shit with my kid. It's like, yeah, but have you heard Thriller? Like, yeah, I mean, don't take Thriller off the radio. I just, we just want some money. You know, obviously, don't take Michael... I get Michael Jackson might have done some weird shit to my kid, but his music, I mean, we just got to... I don't want to see his music taken off the radio, right? You know, just because it's... um. You'd be robbing people of that uh, that that joy, right? But still, we want some money for what happened. You know, those parents were fucked, eh? Those parents, those... I don't think Michael Jackson actually did anything, to be honest. I think he was a weird guy. Probably slept with a bunch of kids in, like, a room, a ball pit or something. Jumped on a trampoline. But, like, so many stories you hear from, like, a lot of people who said, who lived with him, said who knew him really well, said he didn't do that shit. There's all these parents like, he touched my kid, we need millions of dollars. You know, but if it did happen, that's horrible and it sucks. It sucks. That sucks. No, it's a, it's a horrific thing. But if it didn't happen, fuck those parents, right? I mean, don't fuck them. But you know, you know what I mean. Oh wait, I forgot. This is supposed to be like the kid-friendly, fun-loving episode of the comedy podcast. All right, so I'm gonna have to. We're gonna try not to do anything degenerate for the whole entirety of the podcast, starting from here on out. Okay, so give me a sec. No more pervy degenerative jokes. All right, so I think the reason why people are obese in our society is because there's no class on how to eat properly, you know? Like, more people die every year from heart disease, diabetes, than, say, you know, mass shootings. <coughs> right? But there's, if you want to get a gun, you got to take a course, three-week course. At least in Canada. You got to take, I don't know, it's a weekend, two weekends. Get your pal. And, uh, yeah, you just got to take a little course, and then uh, you can go shoot stuff, right? But you, you can eat anything you want, right? You go to a store, go to a rest, French restaurant. They're like, sir, this thing has four sticks of butter entirely into it. Four bites is your weekly intake. Just give me the food. I don't care, right? Give me the chicken. I'll eat it. You know, we don't think about what we put into our mouths. You know? I just started doing that, reading the back of, uh, the you know, the nutrients box. That side where it tells you what's in it. You're like, what the fuck? Is there, there's nothing. It's like not a significant source of this, not a significant source of that. 2% iron, 2% cal, 2%. Like I could eat a handful of grass and dirt and get more calcium and iron than that, you know? How has food gotten so shitty? I think I'm shitty. How has food gotten so crappy? Can you say crappy to kids? I think so. Pooey. How has food gotten so pooey? You know, it's just, it's, it's a wild world we live in. You know, to, to think that, like, I remember I used to drink Ocean Spray, the, the cranberry juice, and uh, when I used to get it as a kid, I looked on the side, and uh, it said 150% vitamin C, and I was like, oh, it's healthy, crazy, right? Didn't think much about it. Years later, I'm checking, and it's like 100%. I'm like, oh, I, that's weird. I strictly, strictly, distinctly remember reading 150, whatever. Years later, I saw 50. I'm like, 50%? What the heck is this? Then... A year after that, it was like 0% vitamin C. Because I was focusing on that. I was like, all right, every time I buy an ocean spray, I'm going to see how much vitamin C is in it. 0%. It went from 150 to 0%. And then I guess they put it back up to 100. But it's like added vitamin C now. Like they somehow take the vitamin C out of the fucking cranberry, out of the cranberries, the freaking, the frocking cranberries. And uh, and then it's added a bit back in. Like I used to have 150, but we'll give you 100. Yeah, we, got, we got some vitamin C tablets we got to pill up here. For the masses, all right? So, sorry, cranberries. You're just not going to be as healthy as you used to be, you know? Mm -hmm. I know. 
I'm telling you, in a relationship, so I'm in a relationship. <laughs> hey, who's in a relationship? It's like a yacht, but you fuck on it. I mean, sorry, that's not for kids. It's like a yacht, but you make sweet love on it. No, that's not. It's like a yacht, but it's where babies come from, a relationship. All right, I don't know. It's hard to do bits that aren't completely degenerate. I'm telling you, this is tough. But uh, I'm telling you, all a guy wants to do when they have a kid, okay, is be a dad and enjoy his new life as a family man, you know, play, help out as much as possible. That's what most guys want to do. All a mom want, all a mom wants is a minute off from being a mom, right? Just a minute off. Just give me a minute off. I just want a minute off. Like every time, that's why any second, you know, Martina has, she just wants off, right? Because she's with the kids so much. It's being a mom all the time. And I'm just like, I got way more time off. That's true. But I'm just like ready to be, I'm like, let's go. Like I want to be, I'm a dad all, dad all the time. I want to do this. Martina's like, James, just give me a fucking minute off. Like, hey, you want to hang out, do something? Like, no, I'm not. Like, <laughs> moms just need to, like, decompression time. They, we need decompression chambers for mothers. You know, just, you know, you have the sauna. You got a, you know, maybe a hot tub. You have a decompression chamber. It's just a room, padded room. You can yell. There's a punching bag in there with my face on it. Whoever your significant other's face is on the punching bag. And they go in there for just 15 minutes a day and just let loose, you know? I swear to God, relationships would be saved all across the globe. Relationships would be saved, you know? Now, now my girlfriend, she, uh, the mother of my child, you know, she loves rags. Or at least being on a rag. Am I right, folks? Oh, period, 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 joke. No, but she loves complaining about rags. And apparently, I don't use them right, you know? I don't use, uh, I don't use the rags right. You just, uh, the safest thing I can do to avoid an egg is just take the shirt off my back and dry up anything I've spilt with that. You know, I think I might have done that, done this last time I was joking. I can't tell what jokes I've done or not done. You know, it's kind of, um, I guess I'm just, uh, I guess I'm just kind of uh, that kind of comedian right now. I haven't been on stage in a while. Can't blame me. They're new ones. Comedians always say that. You know, they always go, well, <laughs> that's a new one. If they say a joke and it doesn't go over, they just go, oh, well, that's new. It's like, yeah, well, uh, does that make it any shittier? Does it make you feel better by saying that? Hey, guys, how about this uh, insulation? It's not very insulting, is it? <laughs> is it insultination? Insulation good at it? No one laughs. It's just like, okay, well, that was a new one. Huh? I'm still funny, I swear. Most of the time, I'm a funny person. But whenever I try new jokes, I'm just all of a sudden not funny at all. It's a horrible curse I have. It's the curse of uh, being unfunny when I try new jokes. It was given to me, given to me by a gypsy. Who I, I spat. I was at the circus one day and I spat down and she was walking by and I hit her shoe. And I was like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. She's like, you spat on my shoe. And she gave me this horrible curse. It was, it was bad. So watch where you spit, folks. Or just don't spit. I personally can't do that. I love spitting. It's one of my favorite things to do. My mom's always hated it. Everyone hates my spits. No one's been a fan of them. It's not one of those things I've ever, ever been encouraged to do, but I just keep doing it. I don't know. Some, can't teach an old dog new spits. You know what I'm saying? No, but I just... Uh, my mom would eventually. My mom would have eventually just kind of gave in and was like, "All right, just like spin the toilet or do a rag." I'm like, "Whatever, I'll spit where I spit. Don't try to hold me back. It's a." <laughs> Anytime you hear silence on the show, means I'm smoking it, or I've been assassinated and replaced with a cyborg. One or the other. One or the other, one or the other. So, have you ever heard of an act of courage? It's when somebody does a courageous thing. 
an act of courage. So they, you know, pull someone from a river. They jump in front of a bullet. They stop a, a raging bull from, a, you know, drunkenly rampaging over their family. You know, they, they uh, it's an act of courage, right? I was thinking is this more of a, an act of, hey, you weren't a coward, right? Because, like, who's that guy? It's like, oh, my God, that guy, got a, that lady, she got ran over by a bull. It's like, what did you do? Well, I kind of, I stood there and I, I tried to shoo the bull away, but it was pretty pissed. He had those big horns and everything, but I was like, hey, shoo, 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 bull, get out of here. Did you, did you try to, did you physically try to get in the way or do anything to stop it? No, no, I, I, I kind of just watched the bull um, do his thing. He, uh, it was pretty brutal, actually. I don't know. I'm probably not the same person. I, I won't be the same person anymore after this. I can't, I, it's changed me. You see a bull just stampede over someone. Uh, it's, um, yeah. See, she's still alive. You can still pull her out, guys. Yeah, I, I don't know. That bull's got horns, though, right? I can't. Yeah, it's, is it an act of courage or of an act of, hey, you weren't a cow? When did that happen, right? It was just, was there, I think, I like to think there was a time in human history where we were just always courageous, right? We didn't have to think about it. We didn't have to, uh, yeah, think about saving people's lives. You just saw someone in danger and uh, you saved them. And if you saw someone, endangering someone else he just killed him it was that simple right someone who was not killed him maybe hit him with a rock and then say hey don't do that again you're like sorry grok no hurt no one no more and like all right grok you're good to go but if grok keeps hitting you know going out there doing bad stuff you're gonna stone grok you know i don't know is the brutal way the better way you tell me <laughs> next on the comedy podcast somehow i don't know this is supposed to be the least degenerate version of the show and i'm trying not to swear say anything messed up too effed up, you know what I mean? But uh, you end up talking about stoning people to death. I don't know. Maybe that's something I should look at internally. Internally, you know, like what's wrong with my brain? Why Why is that the stuff I like to talk about? Yeah. Or I just keep plowing forward and trying to make people laugh. I think I'll do that. But um, I like to think, so you got a, before a BC and AD used to stand for before Christ and after death. Now it's going to stand for before COVID and after disease, right? You got before COVID and after disease. Now that's going to be crazy. You'll be talking to kids five years from now who've only known, you know, diseases, only known COVID life, only know like, why isn't that person wearing a mask, daddy? It's so strange. What's that strange? Is that person, what's that strange like thing that person's doing with their mouth? Oh, they're smiling, son. They're smiling. They're happy. Oh, that's so strange. What's that sound he's making? Oh, they're whistling and humming. They're singing, whistling and humming. Do people do that? That's so weird. I thought people just had masks on. Why, 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 why do those people not have masks on, Daddy? It's so strange. I don't know. They're just probably trying to threaten everyone with their singing, humming, and whistling. You know, that's like a future that could possibly happen. You know, I hope not, you know. But it will be weird, though, because there's kids now who have just, like, for the last, like, think about it. If you were three when this whole thing started, you'll, you'll be five now. You know, or whatever. Save your three and a half. You're five now. And uh, I don't know how aging works. Whatever. Don't don't hold me. <laughs> don't hold it against me. Well, yeah, you just be like familiar with everyone having masks on all the time. You know, someone comes to your door with a mask. Generally, you'd be like, Mom, someone's at the door with a mask. Now it's like, Hey, Mom, someone's at the door with a mask. And boom, whole family kidnapped. Done. You see, you can't fall for that. That's a that's how easy it is now for kidnappers. You know how many more Amber Alerts we've been getting on our phones? Tons. Since this pandemic, non-stop Amber Alerts on the phones, just like one after the other. 
You know why? It's because it's easier to kidnap people when everyone's wearing a mask. You know? Kids like, someone walks by with a mask. A couple kids beside him. Kids are like, no, everyone's like, oh, those kids are funny. They're just making funny noises. Meanwhile, the mask wasn't there. You hear them say, help, we're being kidnapped. Help, help us. You know, but no. Those kids got to wear masks if they're older than two. You know, it's like a muzzle. I wonder if it's, it's probably just going to be a really windy sound on this podcast. The wind's coming in pretty fierce, is it not? Fierce wind today, folks. Out here on the, in Caledon. Jesus Christ, it's like a hurricane's about to hit. I feel like I'm going to bring this inside the car. Ah, nah, whatever. I'll just keep plowing forward. I'm just using the word... I've been living on this farm for a while, ever since I've been saying the word plow a whole lot more. Plow forward, just got to plow on forward. It's like, why are you saying plow all the time? I don't know, it's just, it's kind of my thing. I use the word plow a lot because it's just a fun, fun word to say. I used to say just, you know, move on forward. People in the city don't say like Corvette. You got a Corvette on forward. You just got a Mustang on forward. No, people, it's like plow on through. It's a classic one. Stand to the test of time. I want to create one of those sayings that this is around 100 years from now. You know, like, who's done it, did do it, or if you didn't see it, don't believe it. That's it. Hey, boom, there you go. If you didn't see it, don't believe it. Never heard that before. Could that be a new saying? Someone let me know. Jamie? I don't have a Jamie. There's no Jamie on the show. It's not the Rogan cast. Uh, if you didn't see it, don't believe it. That could be... That's it, folks. I think first try, too. Generally, I'd have to go through about two or three shitty ones before I get to a solid catchphrase. But if you didn't see it, don't believe it. You know? And if you didn't hear it, uh, Richard Garrett. <laughs> that one was bad. If you didn't... Um, okay, how about... Uh, never sit in a chair without checking for ants. Boom. Uh, when it's scorpion season, don't put socks on without smelling them first for scorpion juice. Now, I don't know. What the hell, man? Sayings are tough, eh? It's tough just to come up with a catchy one. Um, who knows? Whatever. I think, uh, I heard the saying, uh, the early bird gets the worm. You ever hear that saying? The early bird, it gets the worm. Hey, you ever think about the worm in that situation? You know? You no, know, no, no. And everyone's like, ah, that worm deserves to be gotten. Why? Because that bird was up early. You know, imagine humans were like that. It's like, oh, that guy just killed that person. Oh, uh, he uh, he was up early, so he uh, he deserved to get him. That person was kind of a worm, so, you know, we'll, we'll be okay with it. No, but, uh, I've heard that saying, the early bird gets the worm. First and foremost, chipmunks are actually up earlier than birds. If you didn't know, I've been up in the woods several times, many times actually, at, before the birds or any of the animals are up, and I've heard them all get up in sync. And chipmunks, they wake the birds up first. They're out there like... <laughs> making those weird chipmunk noises, you know? Then the birds are like... This one... Wakes up first, like, what the fuck was that? What the hell was that? Did that chipmunk just wake us up? Didn't he know we had a bird party last night? And he's sitting out there making chipmunk noises, waking us up. Then the birds start going off. Then the humans wake up, right? But the early bird gets the worm. But I don't know if you knew this. The second bird usually gets some worm too. Some nice worm leftovers and is more well-rested, you know? He's not up as early. And he still gets, hey, is that like the tail of a worm? I'll eat that. No big deal. You got the third bird up. 
he's just argumentative, angry, you know, because uh, he never got uh, any food in the morning, you know. You know, uh, their parent didn't get up in the morning, I guess, mainly because it's an owl. It's an owl bird, you know. Those they're they're nocturnal animals. I bet if there was any kind of uh, gangs in the bird world, owls would probably be the the main culprits. You know, they're pretty suspicious-looking birds. We only come out at night. We're silent. We fly around. We live in the rafters of barns. We got strange-looking eyes. Woo, woo! It's like they have a sound they can make. Imagine hearing that. It's woo, woo, woo! You see a bunch of owls outside your house. Like I'm not going out there, honey. They're owls. Don't be afraid of the owls. I, they're they're howling in unison. It's terrifying. <laughs> have you ever heard of owls howling unison, honey? This is this is. I think they're saying my name. Woo, James is a bitch. Woo, come out here, James, you bitch. What the fuck? They're, they're calling me a bitch. Well, you're not going out there to face them. They're, there's like 20 owls. Two owls, three owls, I could take on. I'm not afraid of that. 20 owls howling at me, calling me a bitch, and you say, I'm not going out there. I'm not going. I don't care. I have dignity, but I'm also, you know, fight or flight. Generally, I'll fight. Maybe I'll go straw dog style, right? Those owls try getting into my house. I have to cook up some oil on the stove, just toss it in the owl's faces. Wah! You know, just burning hot fryer oil. That's a good thing. If you're ever getting burglarized and you have time, Throw some cooking oil on the stove. Put it in a pot. It's going to reach boiling. Right when the burglar is coming through the door, just yeah, snatch him right in the face. Just gobble him up with a freaking pan full of hot oil. Just lather their nostrils with it. You know, it's, it's not worth it. They'll never burglarize again. You know? Some advice for you. Homemade weapons. Brought to you by James Hammond. Homemade weapons. It's the funnest show. Bop, bop. Homemade weapons, it's the way to go, bop, bop. Homemade weapons, there's weapons all around. Homemade weapons, look, there's one on the ground. Do, 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 do. Next, on the comedy podcast, it's homemade weapons. The segment, all about creating weapons out of anything you find. First and foremost, today we'll be using a bong. What kind of weapon can you create from a bong, James? Well, I actually uh, am a great believer of jagged glass um, shanks, and it's amazing. So you, you take your bong, you take a little hit, then you grab it by um, the nozzle end or the mouth end, as some would call it. <laughs> That's right, the mouth end. And then you smash it as hard as you can against the closest piece of cement, rock, or harder uh, substance. And then you have a jagged piece of glass in your hand, ready for any kind of um, altercation. It's great. That's my uh, advice for you. Homemade weapons. It's the way to go. Bump bump. Homemade weapons. In the rain and in snow, bum bum. Homemade weapons, yeah, it's so much fun, bop bop. Homemade weapons, use elastic bands to make a gun. That's right, kids, remember, use elastic bands to make guns. Yeah, you get a paper towel roll, some sharp toothpicks, boom. You got a freaking slingshot that's shooting poison dart tips, you know? Dip those, dip some toothpicks in some poo. Take a poo, dip some toothpicks in them. Shoot those from an elastic band through a paper towel holder at someone. You know the, the paper part of a paper towel thing when it's done? Boom. It's a good nozzle for a pooey toothpick shooter. That'd be a hilarious name for like a murderer. The pooey toothpick shooter is struck again! This time, <laughs> several victims on the streets of Manchester. <laughs> some dude going around with a <laughs> shooting pooey toothpicks at people come on where in life did you go wrong 
for that to happen. And it was done to me as a kid. My parents used to shoot pooey toothpicks at me, so I just I spread the pain. I keep I keep the misery going. <laughs> I shoot making them. You're gonna get some shit on your hands for sure. Some poop, some poop on your digits, so to speak. You ever had poop on your fingers? Don't lie, everyone. Make some noise right now if you've had poop on your hands. Woo! Yeah, I know we all have. We all have. It's nothing to be ashamed of, you know. It's really not. But for a long, it's funny the things that shame. That's a funny thing. Let's talk about shame. I remember being ashamed of my parents at a certain time in my life, you know. And I don't know why, right? Like I think it's because we were re- religious, a Christian family, and everyone was making fun of Christians and. You know, oh, you're religious? Uh, you go to James's house, you have to hold hands before dinner and be thankful for the food. Uh, like, why was I ashamed of that, right? Like, you know, people laughing at the fact that, oh, my parents give a blessing over the food. The delicious food that, that they, we made, you know? And it's, uh, people would make fun of that, you know? And you go, oh, my parents, something's wrong with them, I guess. They're weird creatures. I don't know, I don't, I don't want to be like them. And it was just so stupid, right? Because looking back, it's like, those people were assholes, you know? You know, because I remember being at, at, at the mall. That was the worst, being at the mall with your parents. It was great because they were buying you stuff. They're like, yeah, let's go buy you some clothing. You'd be like, great. Then at some point, your mom would be like, James, you need some underwear. I'm like, keep it down, mom. I don't want people out there knowing I wear underwear, you know? I think it scarred me so much, like, my parents buying me underwear in public. My mom mainly. And I don't wear underwear anymore. I go commando 95% of the time, unless it's a job interview or a first date. I haven't been on a first date in a long time or a job interview. So let me tell you. Not a lot of underwear lying around. Got a couple pairs. They usually get used as swimming trunks, you know? So, I don't know what happened along the way, but I just, I remember being at the mall, my mom being like, James, we gotta buy some underwear. And then sure enough, like I see like three girls from my class walking by and I'm like, oh God, they're gonna see me with my parents. They're gonna know that I was born and that I have two parents. Like, oh my God, oh no. So I was like, I remember one of the chicks, who was it? I forget her name. She was like, is that your parents, James? And I was like, who? My mom and dad were sitting behind. I'm like, James, who are these nice girls from your class? Are these your girlfriends? I'm like, oh my God, mom. Like, shut the fuck up. No, why would you say? That was the worst, right? Like they were just trying to be, are these your girlfriends? Are these your girl? Oh, look at these. Not ever now because of this, you know? I should have been like, yeah, all three. Play a, play a, play a. In grade eight, mother Folger. And um, mother Folgers. <laughs> yeah, this is being ashamed of, of, um, of that for a bit. Not, not, not too long. It was kind of, you end up learning to laugh as a comedian. You know, and growing up, doing battle rap, I laughed at myself a lot. You know, so as long as you can make fun of yourself, you can generally handle all the, the stuff in your life that you might not find that great. No, that's some advice. It's good advice. Just laugh. Laugh. Next time you wake wake up every morning, look in the mirror, look at all the weird abnormalities, the nose hair. I got tons of nose hair, you know, and, can you, and nose hair is great. COVID would not exist the way in the form it does if we just had all had thick, thick patches of nose hair. But no, we've been convinced for the last 20 years to, uh, to, to cut out the nose hairs. Men, do you have nose hairs? Females will never find you attractive if you have nose hairs. Get rid of them now. You're a gross beast. You got to shave all those nose hairs away. Get rid of them. Meanwhile, that could be some kind of conspiracy. You know, you know, who knows if COVID was uh, a man-made virus in a laboratory, maybe the people making it were like, we know that. I don't know why the guy's Chinese, but maybe he is. Okay. There's an American scientist and a Chinese scientist probably working together. Israeli guy too. Three of them in a lab. And the guy's like, oh, if we release this virus, there's only one thing that can stop them. What is that? My friend nose hairs. 
Noah's hairs is the only thing that can protect people against COVID. He is right. The COVID cannot penetrate nose hairs. We must convince the populace that nose hairs are disgusting for 20 years and then release COVID. That's a good idea, my friend. Yeah, that's right, bro. Let's go. And that's uh, the beginning. Of, you know, who knows? Maybe that's what, what the whole thing is. You know? Think about it. Nose hairs, COVID, is it connected? Probably not. Probably not. But um, I will tell you, I think, uh, I don't, yeah, it's just funny, right? We get convinced that something's wrong with us, something natural. Those things that you're naturally born with, you're wrong. I get it. And don't get me wrong. If your face is like, if you got one of those things where your nose hairs are like curling up to your eyes, you know, one of those wolf man faces, you know, those wolf kids, somehow, like somewhere down the genetic family pole or whatever you want to call it, someone hooked up with a wolf and it just comes out years later in one of the kids, you know? They got that wolf face, weird beards and stuff, and they're born. Imagine that as a lady. Good God, giving birth would be painful as it is. Giving birth to someone with a full beard, that's going to scratch. That's going to be scratch. It's like having one of those steel scrubbies inside of you that you use for dishes, giving birth to a packet of those. You know? It would suck. How horrified would you be as a mom when your kid comes out with a beard? It's like, ah! <laughs> Looks like the person who attacked me in the park the other day. <laughs> Jesus, that guy's horrific looking. But yeah, your kid's coming out with a beard. You know, you're just like... The doctor's like, we have to shave him. All right, you know. <laughs> you know, the kid's getting... The kid's getting Gillette... Gillette execution razors for his second birthday because he's got freaking Wolfman face hair. Yeah, if you got that, I get it. Shave it, but don't be ashamed of... Even actually, you know what? Screw that. Wear it. Wear that as a badge of honor, you know? Whatever deformity you got, just wear it. It's, it's good. It makes you who you are. It makes you different. I'm a hyperactive spaz with bad ankles, you know? A little bit dyslexic. That is just who I am, right? I'm always ashamed when I spell words wrong. You know, people are, by some people. Some people just get used to it. They're like, all right, that's James. He just spells words wrong. He can't, it's just kind of who he is. You know, people get the message, you know? But uh, yeah, it's just who I am. Sometimes I spell shit wrong, and I'm okay with that. If I'm ever going to release a book, which I probably will at some point, look out for it, James Hammond's Book of Jokes, and as well, a long-form novel. Can't give away the name because it's such a dope name. Really dope name. Can't give it away. But uh, I'll get someone to proofread it. You know, that's what proofreaders are for. You know, and we all just are who we are. That's all I'm saying, you know? That's uh, no jokes in there, really. Um, let's do a joke before I get the hell out of here. Uh... Mm, how bad? <laughs> no. It's cold. Oh my goodness. Mm -hmm. Chomp City. City of Chomps. That's not funny. Butt Sniffers 2000. No. Ask Gadget. Ventilation systems and why they suck. No, that's a bad joke. Uh... Barks root beer, does it really have bite? No, can't do that one. Okay, here's one. Uh, COVID was hard on kids. No parks, you know? Parks closed down, you know? Never knew COVID could get you at a park, right? It's too dangerous. COVID loves to play here. Uses the swings, the monkey bars. Sometimes it walks up and down the slides, into traffic, it's everywhere. All the places fun goes, COVID likes, so if you, 
If you want your kid not to turn, uh, you know, not to get sick, then just don't let her ever have fun or do anything fun. Keep it in. Keep the fun away from your kid and your kid away from fun and your, uh, your child will be safe. You know, uh, yeah, it's funny. All the fun places COVID, COVID loves to go. Walmart, though, it stays away. Me and COVID is the one thing we have in common. We both don't really go to Walmart, you know? Somehow that doesn't work. You know, all the places COVID doesn't go to. McDonald's, Walmart, I don't really go to either, right? Who knows? It's, uh, it's the one thing I could say I get along with COVID. And how has that worked out? You haven't heard of a single outbreak out of Walmart? Not a single one. I haven't. And they were open the whole time. You were telling me not a, not one asshole went out there sick? I guarantee there were sick people at the Wally. Just out there freaking pushing their cart around, whistling, mask down around their chin like, I'm sick in public. I'm sick in public. I'm a douche. I'm a douche. I'm sick in public. But no, not a somehow in this whole equation. It's always like, oh, this uh, super spreader came from his elementary school. We've got to shut down the schools and all the parks and everything fun. But keep the Walmarts open. Yes, yeah, so Walmart, nothing bad ever happened there. No spreading. Meanwhile, there's just like a dumpster in the back of every Walmart with like people dying of COVID inside the Walmart. Turns out if people die inside the Walmart, you actually don't have to report it. It's a, yeah, because it's its own private place. They can just bury them in the Walmart cemetery, which is also in the frozen food section. Strangely enough, they're, they're both the same spot. You know, eventually you'll be able to go sign a will or create a will at a Walmart. Guarantee it. You'll be like, yeah, I need to get a will done and get some family photos, and get a vaccine. Come on down to Walmart. We can do all three for you. <laughs> Perfect. I don't know what's going on, you know. You ever been to Chomp City? Not me. All right. I don't know. <laughs> Chomp City. City of Chomps. <laughs> I was just envisioning a whole city of teeth. I was really stoned when I thought of that. City of Teeth? Could that work as an animated series? Just like a... Chomp City, Chomp, Chomp City. It's the city where everyone's a mouth. And there's just different mouths that represent different people from different ethnic groups and different religious backgrounds. And just uh, Chomp City. You know? No, it's hey, not everything's going to be good. In fact, most of it's going to be trash. But hey, this has been fun. I hope you had a laugh or two. If you want to book me to do some stand-up comedy, I can come and do some tried, tested, and true jokes as well as some material about COVID, anything not about COVID, whatever you really want. I can cater for anything you need. This is James Hammond. Hit me up at James Hammond Comedy if you would like to book me for a stand-up comedy show. Once again, that's J-A-M-E-S-H-A-M-M-O-N-D. Comedy, C-O-M-E-D-Y, at hotmail.com. Ha-ha, <laughs> take that, dyslexia. I got it right, I think. And, uh, yeah, like I say, it might not have been a moment you were waiting for, but uh, it has been a moment. <laughs> Much love to everyone listening. Take care. Boom, ba-da-boom, 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 ba-da